0: I'm Brandana. I'm Brandana. That's me just so – I don't know if you Jodic. want to make a note on that on right. your Google Safari or whatever you're using. Just, just jot that down somewhere. All right, guys. So uh, I we still use uh, Joe oh,
1: Fire <laughs> Firefox.
0: Firefox. Nothing. That's I was something. making a joke. I'm sorry. Mm. No, it was definitely worth stopping the pod for that.
1: No, no, no time for jokes. <laughs> no time for jokes.
0: Back everybody to the most awesome and brandana sports podcast coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode seventy eight for your eardrums. Guys, do us a favor, please subscribe, leave five stars, tell a friend, do us a favor, shoot us an email at immabsports at gmail.com. I am Brandana, and with me, as always, running with the ones, most awesome. Ooh, oh
1: what's that's up? That's right, man. Buddy? Oh yeah, your first your first team,
0: buddy, your first team for show. Thanks, thanks, bro. Uh, First
1: team, all podcast,
0: all all podcast team, brother. You're my, uh, I got one starting slot. You're the guy. (laughs) Thanks, bro.
1: Thanks, bro. You're my guy too. (laughs) Perfect. How's the week been?
0: What's 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 the haps?
1: Oh, it's busy. Busy. Double dipping on daddy duty. Doctor misses the commission. got a little ailment, little illness, and a little little sicky. And so then daddy's daddy's picking up the slack.
0: So, and, th- uh, so I think we a big we, slack to pick up. Yeah, I think we talked about this. Like you, you got a little sick like a couple months ago. So it's just a little give and take, right? Like you just you got to. Yeah. Obviously, every day is a full day for you. For me, not as much. I don't have as much human beings dependent on me. So if I get sick, I just lay down. <laughs> I just feel better. A take, it, soup, take, a <laughs> take a nap. Take
1: a brandana nap.
0: But for you, it's, it's gotta be. It's gotta be all full hands
1: on deck. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but it's but it's good. And they also started school. It's it's uh, it's very sweet. They're 2.0. They uh, started kindergarten and pre-K. It's fun. It's nice. They're both at the same school. It's good. We
0: so like it. so what happens is like is it a little. Uh, oh, are they going to go to the same school.
1: Yeah, 2.0 only goes Thursdays and Fridays. Yeah, Comishat is now full week, full day. Got the oh. uniform and everything she's the legit like oh, i and I texted Dr that. Mrs the Commission when I dropped her off at the at the on her first day of school. I was like she's in it for the next thirteen years, yeah, like this is it this is what she does now this go down do they
0: uh do they geek out a little bit like i because I remember like I remember a little bit like seeing my like younger brother, like when we kind of went to like the same school, he would like come up. I You went through that with your brother. It's, it's a little like it's got to be a little thing on their brains, right? To see each other kind of outside the housing
1: unit to be like,
0: oh, like we're here with like the parents. and It's just like we kind of rely on each other.
1: Yeah, it's really funny, too, because we were driving. I drive him and dropping off at school. And so um, there's like a drop off line and and usually in like the first week like the teachers especially for the young ones are out there but i was talking to commission and i was like you know hey you know so just make sure that 2.0 kind of like you can kind of hold her hand and show where to go and everything like that and she's like oh yeah daddy of course like i'll take her to her locker i'll show her where her name is like she was it was like i was very mm. pleased with it because it could have been the other way i'm like later loser <laughs> i'll see you later i'm oh, going to awesome. kindergarten we're gonna go color this lion in
0: <laughs> i gotta do my k thing oh big sis doing big <laughs> sis things i like it guys we got yeah. a jam-packed episode 78 so we're gonna hop into it we're doing rip from the headlines we're doing 2019 brandana college ball cram session that's right Once again, I'm going to try to learn about college football. Most awesome is going to be my guide. We're going to have a guest hopping back on the podcast. We're talking to Joe Booth. That's right, back for his third time. He's going to stick with us through the rest of the episode. We're doing MAB fixes, we're doing value of QB in fantasy football. We're going to try to fix that, see what we come up with. The Neapolitan Showdown. We are doing the first quick draw. That's right, unprepared. Joe Booth is going to fire off what the showdown is about. He's going to score it. We're going to see where we land. Then we're going to hop into the Brandana gambling corner. We are doing the AFC West. This is seven of eight, squeaking by just in time to cover all these futures before we get into the kickoff of the NFL season. Then we're going to finish, as we always do, with our MVP of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, you're our power. Starts now.
2: Extra, extra. Read all about it. Over the world it shook up men women, boys and girls the headlines sure. if you want to be rich then you better make
0: sure that you got your Come on all right rip from the headlines 2019 Brandana College ball cram session I gotta learn I keep trying every year I think I'm getting better brother do you think I'm getting better why are we talking about this week
1: I do I do think it' work. we're talking about this because uh, as you guys listening to it that Saturday coming up is gonna be the full kickoff uh, I know mm. the past Saturday had the Miami Florida game, but that was only one off. That was a little There's amuse one. bouche, little college football <laughs> taste <laughs> And so now we got to get we got to get it going. And to answer your question, yes, I think you are getting better. I Thanks, mean, bro. you like this. You're you're now seeing all the different angles. First off, we got the brandana gambling angle. We do just big. You bet college football big. Yeah. And now you're you're recognizing too the f- little fantasy feeder that it is, and now you're getting a little sense of these guys earlier on, getting uh. that scout session going.
2: I
0: do. I like to know what's going on. You're wearing your Michigan shirt, you know, in college football. I believe blue. That's uh Ohio, right. Ohio. Ohio, you finish in the rest. So I, actually, That's I right. I want you to hit the highlights for me. Uh so first first question out of the gate. Okay, right now. Uh who's good this year? Like is it gonna be the same thing we saw last year? Is do we have the Nick Saban versus Debo Sweeney? Debo Todd, Debo Swan, Debo Swan song, <laughs> Debo Maximilian was it was S- yeah right
1: right 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 De, De, uh, D- Dabo Sweeney oh that's and way D-Bow. off I pretty close actually yeah Dabo <laughs> Dabo yeah uh, so so, um, so are you these so uh, wrong you know what, you ever when somebody says something wrong I'm like fuck <laughs> how do I say that word again <laughs> yeah Shit. yeah
0: like I confuse you it's just like I'm thinking of something just yeah, like yeah. Uh, like Baskin Robbins is like no, no no it's not that and now you fucked up my entire thing I can't think of what I'm trying
1: to think of uh, <laughs> are are these it is neck, are, are these nice. the
0: one and two cars still in the front slot
1: they. They are. They are. And I I try to look at it. I looked at the top 25. I looked at it. I was like, who's going to shake up? I mean, I do think the depth, you know, 1 through 10 is there. But I just see, I mean, unless something happens to, I mean, Alabama and Clemson are loaded. I actually <laughs> like Alabama a little bit more this year. They return a lot of players. Their offense is going to be loaded. Uh, Tua uh, uh, Tagalovia the quarterback, I, I will forever butcher that name. Everyone sure. can drink, fuck it, I don't give a shit. <laughs> um, he's gonna, le- he le- he's gonna legit throw for like five thousand yards and maybe fifty touchdowns. Like, I if, if I'm putting Mab dollars on a early gambling corner tip, oh, I like am putting the money on it because his offense is loaded. Jerry Judy, uh Winner. He's got Henry Ruggs. The defense is fucking stacked again. And I, I, I mean, I I just can't figure out a way unless injuries happen or something, you know, suspensions or something happens where I don't see at least Clemson and Alabama in the college football playoffs again this year.
0: So has, has something happened a little bit? Like, are we changing? I feel like you said last year we talked about it, like it adjusts a little bit. It used to be like all cupcakes for like these main powerhouse teams, but it seems like we're getting like a lot more just like marquee matchups early in the season. Are we kind of seeing that same thing? Or is like the preseason just kind of like, a pre-established just cakewalk for this number one and number two squad.
1: No, I mean these guys will. I don't know. I don't have their schedules up on front of me. I mean, but Alabama plays like a, just a brutal schedule because they play in the SEC. Yeah, Clemson. You know, I mean they're they're just loaded talent wise. Uh, just to give you a little insider, Clemson has commits for the twenty twenty class. Eight of the top fifty kids coming in next year's class. I mean they just reload every year. Um, but, yeah, there are teams that are they're, they're not looking to put cupcakes on their schedule. They're trying to test their talent. You know, F- Florida and Miami is a, is a great example of that. Florida's eighth in the polls. They're going a- up against an unranked Miami. And, uh, you know, that is a good test for them. It's a good in-state rivalry. It helps kind of solidify those recruiting boundaries in Florida. And I think, you know, Oregon's got a top ten team. I think they play shit. Is it LSU? No, maybe it's Texas a and I forget. Drink everybody. But Oregon plays a top-ranked team. Uh, Auburn plays a good team. I mean, these teams are playing, coming out there, you know, lighting it up for first couple of weeks of the season, kind of really seeing where they're at. So a lot of times in NFL, we'll talk a
0: little about a, a little bit about uh, last to first because we just kind of see that happen. With, there's a lot of parity in the NFL, but they're still kind of like the powerhouses. seems like a little parallel than college football, but not exactly the same. Teams do step up though in college ball and kind of put their name on the map. I think we saw that with that Florida team, probably like six, seven years ago, that like uh, kind of got in the picture. Are there teams right now that are kind of like dog ear to just kind of get your attention to maybe make a run for that like fourth or third college playoff football slot?
1: Ooh, yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, if you're talking Georgia, Georgia plays in there. Uh, they're they're loaded again. They return Jake from the quarterback. Uh, DeAndre Swift, their running back, who's probably going to be a first round guy. Jake Fromm might be a first round guy. They got a ton of talent. And then, you know, look into the Big 12. Mm-hmm. You got two contenders here. I mean, talking about teams that are kind of rising back. I mean, I Rock know, rock, Texas rock, is rock kind of this... Jay-Hawk? Are we talking? Right? That, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, not with Les Miles. He's, <laughs> that fucking hair dye is killer, bro. Although they do have uh, a four part series on the Big 12 network. I think it's called Miles to Go with Ooh, less miles. I do I like the like title part series, I do like the title
0: and it actually makes sense. Yeah. Cause it feels like, miles.
1: it does make sense. Yeah. Yes.
2: Yes. His last name kilometers. is not footsteps.
1: <laughs> so, but I think Texas or Oklahoma coming in that four spot, I think October 12th, red river rivalry. I think that's going to, that's going to give us our big 12 champion. I think one of those two teams could be in it. I like Tom Herman, the coach of Texas. I think we might be a year away for Texas. Um, Because they've had the last two years, the top three class and the top five class. Sam Ellinger, their quarterback, is a little Tim Tebow-esque. You know, he's not a great thrower, but he's tough. He's a total, like, perfect, like, college quarterback. He's, like, not going to be anything in the NFL, but he's a winner. He's a gamer. Um, They have, you know, basically they have an LSU game, which will also kind of see their muster. Uh, but they also play Oklahoma, and the rest of their their schedule is pretty easy. So I could see them if they beat both Oklahoma um, and uh, LSU. I could see them sneaking in that four spot and kind of reclaiming the Thunder that was once Texas football.
0: So let's take it uh, one tier lower. Is there any team that's going to make a little bit of noise? That's kind of outside, like, like a Boise State or like uh, maybe like a Duke, like uh, just like any team that just is going to make you really question just how the entire system set up.
1: Yeah, I do like it. Um, so everyone's obviously going to talk about UCF. UCF has had some great seasons, mm-hmm. and they they got Brandon Winbush, the transfer from Notre Dame. Um, but I'm going to go. I'm going to go a little deeper than that. Nice. I'm going to go a team in the uh, the Mountain West Division, Utah State. Okay. The Aggies of Utah State. Uh, well, I think went, went 11 and two last year. They have a new coach, but they still have a kid who is a you know potentially a nfl draft pick maybe even like a back half of the first round nfl guy i'm talking about jordan love he's got the nfl looks and they, they they put up some offense and funnily enough utah state has actually funneled in some people into the nfl obviously we have darwin thompson for the kansas city chiefs our fans of this podcast will know him but also bobby wagner the Madden 99 club that we talked about the linebacker for the seahawks went to utah state as well too oh, they've got a good little solid program and i like their schedule they've got some good games i do believe they have lsu on their docket so that'll be tough that'll be a good measure against them but i think if they return it could be that kind of that boise state like you talked about who the fuck are these guys And we're just rooting for the underdog yeah. against the behemoths of the bama the clemson and things like that i go another one in the Big Ten. I do really like Purdue this year. Rondale Moore is a guy that you won't hear about a lot. Freshman All-American last year. A little, little scat-back guy. Energy exciting. Had over 100 c- catches last year. I like him. And I think the Pac-12. I'm just I'm shooting my shot right now. I, I love it, it, brother. Out. No, get it out there. Get it out there. Pac, Pac-12. It's going to be much improved conference. I know listener Tom is going to be stoked about that. I don't mm-hmm. think UCLA is going to be top of it. But Oregon, uh, Stanford, uh, Utah, these teams are going to be much, much better. I think that division is going to be better. It was of the power five. It was probably the lowest of the five conferences. I think they're going to be much, much improved this year.
0: Perfect, brother. That's what I needed from this. That's why it's called a cram session. I need all the information you can scattershot over this way because i got to figure it out. Because I'm gambling on these games one way or the other. I'd like to have a little yep, bit of information yep. if you don't mind. Uh, all right, so uh, we did kind of the end of the college season last year. We did the way too early Heisman watch. I think you got some guys on your radar. What's your Heisman watch right now? Now that we're going into the regular season.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, I mistakenly picked up Jonathan Taylor and Bryce Love, and we know all how that Remember went. So last, fuck. Right, you take, I'll shots. Drink, you I'll take drink, shots. I'll drink. I'll drink on this you one. Take shots. Uh, John- Jonathan Taylor. I will say outside. If you're looking for a long, long shot, would be there. Last two seasons, he's a true junior out of Wisconsin. Nineteen hundred and like seventy some odd, seventy-seven yards. Twenty-one hundred and ninety-four yards last year. If he plays a full season, he might put up 2500 2400 yards because they don't have a great quarterback. But at the top of the show, I mentioned Tua a I don't know this guy is a fucking stud. The the. The offense is loaded for him. He's got Jerry Judy is going to be a top-five pick in the NFL draft, maybe top ten. He's got an offensive weapons. They lose Irv Smith, the tight end, but they're just going to reload, and the defense is going to be there. I see him putting up big numbers. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, uh, the quarterback, true sophomore who won it as a freshman last year, quarterback out of Clemson. He's up there. And then you've got um, Justin Herbert, the quarterback for Oregon. He's another one. He's a perennial top 10, top 15 quarterback and was kind of iffy on coming out of the, the NFL draft and stuck around. He probably would have been the first quarterback taken uh, in this year's draft.
0: Mm, I don't I think Chris Cuckooberry has. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Chris Kranzelhofer. Here, How many episodes are we going to have him worked into this? <laughs> I doubt he's ever going to be on the pod. Uh, all right, let, let's just do, like, kind of a macro question for people that barely check into college football. Uh, Notre Dame, sure. are they good, or why are they not good? What's going on? Uh,
1: they are good. I think Brian Kelly's got the ship righted with them. They've got Ian Book as their quarterback. Um, they've got, you know, uh, a defensive end, Okarwa. Uh, shoot, drink everybody. Yeah. Um, uh, they're they're good they're they, they play a, a a tough schedule they play usc although usc's a little down in their in the past they play stanford kj costello is a good uh quarterback for stanford um they are good they're good i don't know if they're gonna be they're a january one bowl game good i don't know mm-hmm. if they're gonna sneak into the top four of the college football playoffs I just think the top four is too loaded, and I and they they play tougher schedules than than say in Oklahoma or at Texas or even in you know, oh you know the the Big Ten is really loaded. Michigan, Ohio, you fill out the rest. I mean they're they're five and or seven and five in comparison. They play tough schedules. Wisconsin, Penn State. I mean these guys are on there for a reason. Iowa. These are plucky teams that are going to give them trouble. So Notre Dame is is. I see them kind of finishing in that six to seven range, catching a couple L's will knock them out, and uh, not having uh, not having a conference to really lean on to, to bolster that strength of schedule, it's going to keep them out if they don't run the table.
0: So, are we expanding to eight anytime soon? Is that official, or is that still in the books? We still thinking about it for the playoffs.
1: I think the I think the money guys are still talking about it. I think everyone who who stands to profit on it wants it. But I don't think there's anything official on the docket as of yet. But I, I if we have a controversy where a, a good – if we have – We haven't had that yet. We haven't had it because of the bowl committee that's there. And we haven't had – like a, the reason why we got this is because too many undefeated teams were were sitting there on the outside looking in of the national championship yeah. that just was declared by the AP and the coaches poll. Well, now they've moved to this. So it's like if we could get – consistently a couple years where you know five teams went undefeated or five teams were were the top five teams in the country and the fifth one consistently lost out then I could sit there and say yes we could probably move it to six or eight but until we get that like hey two years in a row or three you know three out of the last you know five years we've been we've missed out on the top four we just had one loss but we you know we're we're sending we're shipping six guys off to the NFL. We're clearly a top-flight program, like this doesn't make sense. All right, uh how good is Michigan this year? Offensively, I think they're going to be good. We talked to our boy TCP with the prattle Pod. Talked about Josh Gaddis, the <laughs> offensive <laughs> <laughs> coordinator. We'll give him a little air. <laughs> <We'll> <laughs> give him a little, air. <laughs> little little air horn little, <laughs> air horn, little air horn, little air horn. <laughs> Talking about Josh Gaddis bringing that Alabama offense kind of shaking up the old school Jim Harbaugh offensive but defensively lost some talent uh Ambry Thomas a cornerback had, was diagnosed with colitis lost a lot of weight so that defense a cornerback that was supposed to come in there and be the next you know next guy next man up isn't going to be there and I worry a little bit about just the pass rush in the interior so we're going to have to play some funky sets Don Brown's going to have to dial it up keeping him not letting him go to Massachusetts or Temple or some of these other head coaching positions, break it, Backing up the Brinks truck and giving him some money was the best thing we could have do because he's going to dial it up. He's going to scheme him up, and uh, I think we'll be good. But as always, we got Ohio. You fill out the rest. That's going to make or break our season.
0: But they lost their their starting quarterback, right? To the Redskins. Are they
1: already auditioning their new guy? Are you guys ready to go? They did, and so they have. They brought in last year. Number one recruit overall, even above Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, who led Clemson to a national championship. Just this kid named Justin Fields out of Georgia. He transferred, got an immediate, immediate hardship transfer, so now he didn't even have to sit out a year. Now he's the quarterback for Ohio. You fill out the rest. Mm-hmm. Tate Martell, the guy who was laying in wait after Dwayne Haskins, he bounced, went to Miami. Now Miami went with their redshirt freshman, so Tate's sitting there on the outside looking in. So, yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting. Michigan, historically, for whatever reason, the dual-threat guys have always flummoxed them, especially with, uh, on the defensive side, the, the JT Barretts, the uh, the Troy Smiths. Those guys have killed Michigan, so we'll see how this goes.
0: Well, what I do like about college football is there are some 65-10 to 10 scores, so right now, just kind of in closing, because I'm going to gamble on it, one way or another, it's gonna happen, bro. I'm just giving you that yes. update because I cannot sit through a Saturday waiting for a Sunday NFL to start without putting something, some MAB dollars on the line. Give me three that's, that's your
1: gambling, a moose, boosh.
0: <laughs> give me three teams right now that are kind of like not those top guys, Alabama, Clemson, or whatever, but that are gonna score a shit ton of points.
1: Ooh,
2: give me some ooh, over guys, this is give me some crazy. overs.
1: This is I put you on the spot a little bit, brother. You did, you did. Um, You're smart, man. You'll figure. I'm gonna go uh, uh, Texas A&M. Kellen Mond, their quarterback, going to put up some numbers. Um, I'm gonna go with Auburn again. So Auburn, I think Gus Malzahn. I've just heard he's he's taking the reins back of the play calling. They got a true freshman Bo Nix in there, but they like to run the ball. They got athletes. They got a good, solid defense and let me give you one third yeah i need a third one, one. i'll, third I'll one. go with purdue i think they're gonna i think they're gonna put, the they put a points last I like time that. i'll throw up purdue for you there
0: i think i remember losing that bet uh i think last year k-state at purdue or something and that game got wonky because i was just like oh this k-state quarterback is just going to take the snap and just try to run up the middle for three yards every time that ain't gonna work <laughs> uh sweet brother well that has been the college football breakdown i feel a little prepared we will circle back on it and we'll get there uh we
1: have our we got we got time for your quiz
0: oh we popping a little quiz on me
1: bro i got i got a, i got a little brandana does brandana have it? Oh! college football edition all right one second let me let me get, let me get my fun.
0: win fuel. what are you asking about you asked me about college, college football this this ain't gonna this college ain't gonna football end well.
1: yeah college football I got some I got some I got some rules and I got some just some fun stuff here. Okay. Uh, you're trying to embarrass me in front of my so, friends. Okay, let's go. What do you got? Let me ask you a real quick first yes. question. All right. Rapid fire. In college football, yes. can a game end in a tie?
0: In college football, can a game end in a tie? Um I don't believe it can because you keep getting forced to go
1: for two until
0: uh, like and like it's further out. I don't think it can, no.
1: There you go. Boom. You're right. You're right. Yes. Little bonus question. Do you know the the most number of OT periods ever?
0: Most OT periods ever is you to go for two like get further further out. I think it was like oh, I actually think it was in like 2000 and like 15. I think it was like I think it was like Notre Dame and another
1: uh I think it was 8. Close. It's 7. It's happened seven. five times. Arkansas happened to it twice. Um, in the, in college football, how many feet do you have to have in bounds to be ruled a catch? It's one. There you go. Two yeah. for two. All I like right. this. Okay. I got an. I got. I got another one here. Uh, who has the most wins in college football history? Like what team has the most wins? Yeah, what team has the most wins?
0: Most wins in college football history would go to. This ain't going to be right. I'm going to go with this is taking too long. Rapid fire. Uh, I'll go with Notre Dame.
1: Oh, Michigan. Oh, Michigan. Wins. Right. Come on, bro. I was trying to lay it up for you. Okay. I'm an idiot. Brandana, you're an elite prospect for U of M. Of course, We're playing I am. against Ohio, you fill out the rest. Yeah, you break away and are about to score a game-winning touchdown. Yes, no one is close to you. No one's 25 feet or 25 yards from you. Yeah, and your brandana falls off in front of your eyes. Yeah. you trip and fall at the one-yard line. No one has touched you. Can you get up and score a game-winning touchdown? I'm down. You are down. You're right. There you go. Yeah. Question number five: What does a red shirt mean?
0: Uh, a red shirt means that. You're not playing this year, and it doesn't count against your years of eligibility. Boom.
1: You're good. Four or five. I like it. You're right there with it. Um, let's see here. Actually, no, you're five. of. Oh No, you're four or five. You missed the Yeah, yeah I missed the most. Or uh, the wins. Okay. The four horsemen. This is a little tougher, but I think you got this one. Okay. The four horsemen is an iconic backfield. The four what? College football, the four, I didn't hear what you said. The four horsemen? The four horsemen. Okay. Yeah. The the four horsemen is an is an iconic famous backfield in college football history. What team did they play for? Four horsemen.
0: Uh, I think like horse has to
1: be in it. Like a uh, army. Like the knights. Oh no, very good. close, close. Line. Uh no, it's Notre Dame. Notre oh. Dame, 1924. The backfield. Actually, a little tie-in. Grantland Rice named in that Grantland, which was the name of Bill Simmons' early iteration oh, of the bill. Uh, the, the website is that what you call it? Oh. oh wow, 1924?
0: 1924.
1: 1924. fuck yeah. Knows that. All right. All right. I know. Well, sorry. <laughs> I mean, uh, know okay. Final one. Final one. Okay. College football has a ton of rivalries, and a lot of them have rivalry trophies. I'm going to give you four trophies. One one of them is fake. You have to tell me which one is the fake one. This is awesome. The Iron Musket, Mm -hmm. the Golden Egg, Mm -hmm. the Jeweled Shillelagh, and the Paul Bunyan.
0: Okay, so uh, Paul Bunyan's real. Uh, So Paul Bunyan, I'm taking. uh, Can you give me the first three again?
1: Sure. Yeah. The iron musket, the golden egg, the jeweled shallaily.
0: Uh, I don't think you're gonna make up a name. to so say George is real. Uh, I'm gonna say the iron musket is fake. Ooh, you're dialed in, Brandon.
1: Ah! You're dialed <laughs> in. You're dialed in. The jeweled oh. shallaily is the USC Notre Dame game. The Paul Bunyan Trophy, Michigan, Michigan State. I'm, I'm hoping you've seen that. And the Golden Egg, which I thought was going to trick you, was Ole Miss, Mississippi State. Congrats. Yeah. You know more it's than you, n- you think All you right. You're a sweetheart.
0: You're a sweetheart. You're just trying to give me the gamble, which I will do. Thanks for that breakdown, brother. Uh, we had guests in the studio. Bring us to the jam. Joe Booth, back on the podcast, the first, uh, first three-peat. I know SNL does like the Five Timers Club, but I think the maybe Sports Podcast might be to do like the Three Timers Club. Welcome back, buddy.
3: Thank you so much for having me. Uh, I'm slightly less nervous this time, but that just might be the booze, so. Oh, there you go. <laughs> we'll
0: count it, we'll count it. Oh, uh, yeah, we recorded the other now one. Now you're on our early
1: level. Early in the morning.
0: Uh, and thanks for coming back. I think the last setup we kind of gave you was you got to watch Space Jam and talk about it. Oof. That's, uh, that's <laughs> yeah. a tough Tough, Hank. Sorry about and that. And I, though. you know what?
3: Uh, the, the worst yeah. part about Space Jam was I left I left material on the table. Like I, I had stuff to talk about and I I didn't get to it because I was a big
0: dummy. Man, you'd have Again. to think that the screenwriters for that movie left things on the table as well. It's tough, Hank. well, <laughs> uh, we don't have to get back into <laughs> Space Jam. We have a jam packed podcast for you guys. Uh, let's get right into it. It may be fixes. All right. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, we're
0: not doing it. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I miss the memo. I, well, actually, I got more inspired. I think I'm gonna actually look up the sound effects. <laughs> you know, fuck it. We got the sound effect. <laughs> now serving eighty three. <laughs> Perfect. All right, and that's been your podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. All right, MAB fixes. We are talking about value of the quarterback in fantasy football. Uh, you brought this up, Joe. Why are we talking about this? What are you thinking?
3: Alright, so, full disclosure, I had several cocktails after you went to sleep in Las Vegas. Brandana and I did a a little trip to Vegas, and he was really responsible and went to bed. I stayed up until three in the morning, and uh, I was, you know, goofing off, and I was thinking about quarterbacks and how frustrating it is that we are still, I feel like we're playing this, like, archaic game where we're valuing running backs, as if they're in any way like still relevant to high level football. So I was trying to figure out how can we possibly make it to where quarterbacks are actually as valuable in fantasy as they are in reality.
0: Yeah. So I that love was, this. So I yeah, it, it makes total sense because so we look back. I think about like three or four years ago, like fantasy football, there was there was like a true maybe three tiers of quarterbacks, and like some, you know, like two or three would go around like round two. Then you would have kind of a round four run, and then like then other people would just pick them up. And now you know like eighty percent of the teams just are streaming quarterbacks, or will just get that Jameis mm-hmm. Winston, Dak Prescott. Like they're all just kind of there's tier one guys, and then there's just like tier four guys, and that's it. And and I totally agree because I think some of the the fun and what you're trying to fix. And what I'd like to see is... So what makes fantasy football the most fun is when you feel like you're running a franchise, it can actually like reflect the league. I think that's the goal of all kind of fantasy football to really get it just heightened fun. And the thing that's really lacking right now that I agree with when you brought up this point is it's is, it's fun to watch your team's starting quarterback. The starting quarterback is such a gigantic part of like professional NFL teams, and now it's just like it's like a throwaway. Like it's almost like less valuable than the tight end of fantasy football. What's your thoughts? Most awesome.
1: Well, no, I think you're right. And I think I, so that I, I've gone back and forth a lot of, on this and thinking about like how much it needs to fantasy football needs to reflect real football. And I think the people that are really pained by the lack of the value of the quarterback are in that camp of, Hey, we need this to reflect the NFL and I go back and forth, and I don't think that there's a right or wrong answer. But I think ultimately, what we need to talk about is that the value of the quarterbacks is there's a disparity between how they are on the field and how they are in fantasy. And I think what you're saying is, is when you look at it, you only have like anywhere from ten to fourteen teams, right? So that's where a lot of the streaming strategy comes into it. So we've got to look at affecting the strategy, less the you know the to, to impact. I guess value in it than less the uh, the actual sure you know yeah without throwing, adding points to it or things like that
0: yeah without throwing the entire because you don't want to throw the entire thing off and I think that becomes the delicate balance right. right like you still want you still want fantasy football fantasy football you're not gonna be able to like reinvent the wheel but it would be nice to find a solve where you could value the quarterback a little bit more without like devaluing everything else and just having like the quarterback be the showcase and you 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 know you live or die based on like your one quarterback you draft.
1: Right, and that's and this is then where it goes against the the note because I think the common consensus is the two quarterback like st- the two quarterback leagues, which is against the consensus of like I want to keep it like my real franchise, but that's where you actually start to get a little bit more value. The quarterbacks become more valuable because now you have two roster spots that you need to start. So you kind of have to, in order to make them valuable, I almost think you have to break tradition a little bit. Joe, what's your thought on the two quarterback system?
3: See. For me, the two quarterback system, it it makes, it doesn't do the job. The job is to say, how do you make Tom Brady as valuable to fantasy as he is to real NFL play? And I hear what, I hear what you're saying. Like, they aren't the same thing. You're not, it's not real football, right? It's like, there's a reason why in NBA fantasy, you don't actually get points for minutes, even though that's a huge thing to keep track of. Sure. If you're watching or,
0: actual or, basketball. Or play NBA fantasy basketball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: right.
1: Which, yeah. NBA fantasy is like streaming all... That's, that's all it is. It's like streaming it's strong, guys. Yeah. NBA it's fantasy it's
3: is like the real <laughs> addicts game. Like, it's like when you're betting on dogs at the casino because you just need something to bet on
0: no it's no it's right. it's it'd be a fantasy basketball like that it's like a it's like keno at the gas station It's just like the rest <laughs> time, it's just like I'm filling up for gas. you know what i'm going to do I'm gonna do a quick pick on four spots real fast and stand at this gas station yeah. for get, three and a half minutes and smoke
3: let these get pools. some scratchers
0: <laughs> uh, all, right, all right bring it back
3: so uh Joe, what do you so, think yeah, of but the yourself the two quarterback thing the problem is that um, what you're doing is like let's say you have a 12-team league, right? By adding by adding the second quarterback, yeah, it brings in you having to evaluate quarterbacks more and quarterbacks being more valuable as a as an entire group. But it does nothing to actually make the top 12 quarterbacks more valuable than the top 12 running backs,
1: which is for sure. I, think I, to- I totally one. agree. Yeah, I totally agree. But I think that ultimately there's a to, to To take away the first problem, which is guys basically now strategizing to stream, you have to add that layer because now it yeah, makes just yeah. there's there, there's there's fewer guys on the bench. But your to your point, you're right. It's not a total solve, and there's some. I think there are some statistical ways to then incentivize the better players. And I also think that it's it's as much as you know. So most. Standard scoring is four points for passing TDs. I think everyone kind of kind of agree bumping it up to six points. But I also think that looking at quarterback turnovers, right, making an interception, actually instead of being minus two points, minus four points, because like Brain Dana, like we talked about last week with with Roethlisberger, like those five interception, four interception games yeah. are brutal, yeah. and they should they should reflect that in there as well too. And um, I was doing some reading on this too, and I think that there's. I don't think there's any leagues that do this now, but when we ask, when we talk about like a game, like the QBR or the QB rating is looking for ways to value that. Right. Cause that actually incentivizes the, the elite quarterbacks for having a high quarterback rating. And or a high QBR in that game. Yeah I, th- yeah, I think
0: so. But here's here's my problem with that. Like, it still doesn't. What I want to solve for is, I, and I'll get right out to it because you know we could swim in this forever. So let's just start coming up with some solutions if if you guys have them. My solution is so yep. so. My problem with that QBR is it's still you still can get rewarded for those junk yards. I want I, I want the same thing that happens in real life. I, I want to follow that quarterback and I want to root for him to win. And if he wins. The team wins i win like that makes it exciting i i want to keep it keep it super simple bonus five points if your quarterback is a victory
3: here's okay right. here's right. my here's my pitch on that the, the my problem with that is that if alex smith goes out throws 167 yards a touchdown and no picks and they just grind their way to a 13 to 7 win uh Great. Like he's getting the same number of he's getting the same bump as if Matt Stafford or But he is, Kirk but Cousins but he's not he's, has a he, I, six I, I, touchdown, five hundred yard game, and it's like the same- you won, yeah, you put him on your back.
0: But he, but it's still like everyone gets the same bonus. So he gets the same bump, but he's not going to have the same points because Matt Stafford is still going to yeah, have gonna those. Have he's stats. still going to have those three touchdowns. It's just like my quarterback found a way to win the game, and it's just it's a bonus five points on top of it. It makes it exciting to watch the quarterback. I think I think that's a high enough score to not just like off kilter everything, and it's still, you know, it it. it I know I always—I don't mean to pick on Jameis Winston, but he's just, like, the greatest example to me right now that I think is just, like, can have a shit ton of stats and lose football games. And, like, that's well, what Well, here's—I have that.
3: a. I have a surprise for for you, Brandon, because I did a little research on this. Because I oh, wanted to on. see if you could have a win-triggered uh, stat bonus. So I took the top 10, 12, and 14 quarterbacks just to, like, see— how, how big the, the jump gets as you move down the line, and I gave them a 10 percent fantasy point increase every time they won the game, and a loss was just a, a, a no change.
0: So 10, okay, so, but I, I will say this, a 10 percent increase is different than a flat bonus for everybody, because 100 now, percent. Now the better 100%. quarterbacks are, are even like piling on a little bit more. and I'm not saying I'm anti that, I'm saying but that is, that's a different thing, but I do want to hear.
3: Okay, so we like, so Patrick Mahomes, right? Patrick Mahomes had a total of 465 points if you gave him five points per touchdown. If you gave him a 10% increase uh, every time he won, that jumps up to 499, almost 500 even. And if you gave him a 20% increase, it goes up to 534. So, how does that compare to, say, the number two quarterback, Matt Ryan? So the difference between Matt Ryan and Mahomes currently was seventy six and a half points. You go up, you give Mahomes a ten percent bonus, you give Matt Ryan a ten percent bonus. That difference between the number one and number two is now up to hundred points. Well, and I would then guess if you give also him a Matt twenty percent bonus.
0: It's one hundred and fifteen point difference between number one and number two. And, and I my guess is Matt Matt Ryan would have got leapfrogged also, like by Jared Goff or something. Like somebody with that ten percent bonus would sneak into the two slot.
3: I told you I was going to make you happy. Okay, so here's what's really interesting. Looking at all of the top uh, 12 quarterbacks, uh, even down to the top 14, what's really interesting is that the top 14 quarterbacks uh, in the league last year also were the top 14 quarterbacks in terms of going to the playoffs, except for two teams. The only two teams that made the playoffs but didn't have a quarterback within the top fourteen were Baltimore and Philadelphia, and the reason why is because both of those teams had quarterbacks split, switched
0: QBs, yeah, right.
3: Yeah. So it's really interesting that oh, new draft strategy for a quarterback: figure out who you think is going to make the playoffs because those quarterbacks, when they did well, every time that they like that they were going significantly below their average, it almost always coincided with a loss. So they're already maximizing their fantasy points in wins, which is really interesting. Like, you know, uh, Notable exceptions were Brady versus Mahomes and Mahomes versus Goff, where you had guys who had like 40-point games and lost. Yeah. But get that. there was one quarterback in the top 14 who got leapfrogged because he had a bunch of stats and a bunch of losses. Who do we think is the one quarterback that got leapfrogged? I'm asking you two NFC North fans.
0: Oh, Oh, man. Aaron
3: Rodgers. It was Aaron Rodgers. He was the only one who actually lost his place and he got leapfrogged by uh, Russell Wilson who went from ninth to 7th and Rodgers went down to ninth. I don't remember who was 8th. It doesn't matter. Some dude. Uh, But I thought that was really interesting. Like, it actually punished who I think is one of the best quarterbacks in the league, Dick or not. Although Canadian tuxedo, relax, relax, Joe. Relax, <laughs> relax,
0: R E L A asshole. I'm glad everyone's just on board with this now. Uh, all right, most <laughs> awesome. Help us get out of this segment. What do you think? Uh, best solution you've heard so far? Or do you have one of your own for raising the value nope. of quarterback?
1: I, well, I think the I think the consensus is they're all they're all. Uh, you know, a, 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 theme within what we're trying to do is, is, is it QBR? Is it 10% bonuses? Is it even, cause one of the other things I had is like a fourth quarter comeback or a game winning drive, like having bonus points for that. Right. Cause that's Ooh. where your quarterbacks really matter the most. Right. Yeah. That's sexy. Um, Ooh. Fourth so
3: quarter in, stats it. count more. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, yeah, that's junk They're all
1: that's variations junkyards. of that theme. Right. You know? Yeah. So what? I think, but I do, I do think like from a, from a standpoint of like from a strategy standpoint, the one that seems to make the most sense is the one that Joe laid out. Is is like, well, pick, you know, uh, playoff winning quarterbacks, and they're more likely to get a, you know, a ten percent bonus because they win, thereby infusing value, thereby creating a, a gap between the Jameis Winston's or the Kyler Murray's or the, you know, potentially Derek Carr's, these guys that are probably going to put up numbers that would be stream candidates, you know, candidates. And now we're going to put them on our team. And if we only want to do the one quarterback system, I think that that's a good way to just create a chasm because, and then I also think um, uh, uh, incentive or I guess, you know, punishing having punitive points for fumbles and, and INTs from a quarterback. You know, that'll just create that greater chasm because then Jameis Winston throwing three INTs, throwing up garbage stats is going to get negated, even though it does, you know, minus six points now might be minus 12 points. Well, that's
3: really interesting. And I I know I'm going to take this opportunity to say uh, I've heard the show. I know we're up against it. But uh, (laughs) I wanted to say (laughs) one thought. Uh, What if. Not only were positive statistics enhanced by wins, what if your interceptions cost more against you in losses?
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it. yeah, I mean, I, I'm all for it because it's just going to create a greater separation between the haves and the have-nots, the best quarterbacks. And that's ultimately why we're trying to do that because if you look at, like, you know, Saquon Barkley is a top of the, the leaderboard because he's an A-plus talent, but he also has a lion's share of the opportunity there. But all these quarterbacks have, except for the two that you mentioned, Baltimore. They, they, you know, These guys are all predominantly holding the lion's share of the quarterback once they win that spot. That's a great point. So that that's where you've got to create that separation amongst the 28 or 30 starting quarterbacks that are out there, especially if you're doing a one-team league. So you've got to find ways to separate and create that chasm. Um, so I'm all for it. Uh, I don't know what's the best way. That's up for the, the ESPN nerds to find out the easiest way that doesn't crash our Fantasy cast every day when they're trying to calculate the points. That's really what I care about most about. So fucking make it simple, and uh, and I'm for it. All
0: right, guys. Well, the, the consensus is like we're all for kind of inflating that quarterback number in some way, where it'd be like a flat bonus, ten percent punishing whatever, and figure out a way to do it. SBN because we like to see it. And if you guys have an idea on. Just kind of fantasy solves you'd like to see, or if there's something that's coming to mind on a way to value the quarterback a little bit more. If you're just like, fuck it, leave fantasy football alone, send us an email at it may be sports podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Don't worry about sending that last one. I'm just gonna assume that's what your take is. Alright, guys, uh Neapolitan Showdown, bring us to the jam.
2: So let's leave it alone. Cause we can't see eye to eye. There ain't no good guy. There ain't
0: all right guys neapolitan showdown what started out as ranking some fucking ice cream flavors i mean it's just turned into i mean i think it's hotter hotter than college football right now but we have a first time here so we have (laughs) joe on the pot so joe has been used to he did score the neapolitan showdown when i think we did the best thing about bars two times ago and he it's yeah. pretty hilarious. Go back go back and listen to that. It's, uh, it's a good listen. But anyway, this is our first quick draw round. And we got to give credit to Joe hopping on for his third podcast. He had the idea. He was just like, what if you fucks don't give me what to say and feed me all my lines? And what if I just pop it on you on what you guys want to rank? And we we're just like, fair enough. Bring it. Let's see what you got. So in this quick draw round, Joe will actually—we have no idea what the subject is for this week's Neapolitan Showdown. We are going to have to answer on the fly, and he will rank them and crown a winner. What are we doing, Joe?
3: Okay, so I'm really nervous uh, that there's going to be an episode that I missed, and I'm sure. going to do a repeat. So uh, we are doing the three worst people on an airline. Perfect. <laughs> Let's
0: dive in. <laughs> I think our, our no, thoughts boom. are su- super gathered about uh, that one.
3: I, I feel like I'm going to enjoy my, my uh, uh, consolation bracket of topics that I was going to go with. Uh, no, this is a—I I wanted to do something that was—that you should have off the top of your head that has sure. multiple options, but you don't have to do a lot of deep digging to get it. So uh, I think this time, to commemorate the imposing end of summer, we're going to do uh, your top three characters from Dazed and Confused. Ooh. Ooh. Now there's a couple ways to go about this. Best characters, people you would want to hang out with the most.
0: Yeah. This is uh this is funny because I feel like this is so there's kind of three things in college that was kind of jammed down your throat. Like I think it was like Dave Matthews, uh it was like oh, yeah. meeting your RA, which was just like who gives right. a shit? And it was like watch days and confused. And did oh, like, right. basically, I separated all movies into these are beer drinking movies or pot smoking movies. And so as soon as I saw it was pot smoking movie, it was a strong pass. But wow. I will, I do, I do not like the movie, but I do know it well enough to win this Neapolitan showdown, and that's terrific. Probably terrific okay. Not so
3: probably. I'm going to go ahead uh, and make one rule for this. Sure. Or let me just amend what I said. This is your top three characters from Days to Confuse who are not Matthew McConaughey.
0: Motherfucker!
1: Oh, I like it. I like it. Why? Why? Well, because obviously that's like, that's, I think that's your number one.
0: I mean, so that's well, actually, like it. he's isn't he kind of like he's kind of like, like statutory rapey? So that might have to be
1: like a pass mm, on the. Kind but of it's hate the him. '70s brandana. It's the '70s. <laughs> were that. Talking, that, right, that throw that out. Don't worry got about it, that. It, that's it, you know, it. minor details. Um, so I like this. I like Daisy yeah. Confused. Obviously. And and it's got your boy Ben Affleck in it too. I'm I'm surprised it you gave it a, a, a don't well, hard don't walk me down
0: the road. Those. I know I know who I'm picking.
1: Okay, all right. Sort of. And I also wanted to see the 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 console bracket for things shoved down your throat in college is uh, the John Belushi college poster right with the Oh nice, like, the that's, college poster. that's a must. Yeah, uh, being there, a um, Democrat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. What else was there? There's like uh, like. The, the mini fridge, but I just, I remember like trying to like, like shit you had to buy at that time. Like, uh, yeah. so I remember begging my mom to like send me off to college with a, uh, like a CD burner. Do you remember like the external ones? So I can make copies oh, yeah. of CDs and put together mixes.
1: We're get, old. Get those mixed CDs. Get the CDRs, yeah. man. Get the uh, CDR. CDRW. CDRWs. Yeah. Oh, CDRWs,
0: you yeah. It right. CDR is one time only. The very one first time,
3: time I ever felt old, like felt like I'm old. I was dating, I was a senior, I was dating a sophomore, and I made her a mix CD, she made me an MP3 playlist, and I was like, oh shit, the world has passed me by, <laughs> take me out behind the barn, <laughs> and just put one right behind the ear, because I'm uh, All right,
0: brother, who do you want to take the ball out? Uh, let's have Most Awesome take the
3: ball out, and fair warning, one of these characters has a secret landmine for them.
1: You're just, Ooh, It's yeah. just a wrong answer.
0: It's just a straight up wrong answer.
1: Yep, straight up wrong answer. Okay, Perfect. I like, um, I like wrong. So some answer. of these guys, I'm not going to remember their actual character's name, but I do remember the actor's name. Great. So I'm going to go on that. I'm going to lean on that a little bit. So I'm going to go with my number three. Uh, he was also an Empire Records. I'm talking about the Stoner dude, Rory Cochrane. Is it? I believe it is. Slater. I don't remember what. Slater. Yes. Thank you. I don't remember what his name is, but he seems like super even keel good hang good good atmosphere good vibe i like his general affect he's got some classic one-liners in that movie um he fucks with mitch on the way climbing up the you know up the the moon tower it's great he's a great dude i love this guy
0: um yeah all right nice oh good <laughs> you know
3: <laughs> no one, one of the things i love about slater is that he's the stoner but uh if you actually listen to the words he's saying he's clearly like a smart kid He's that guy who's just like fucking off in school, but you know he's actually going to be successful later down the line when he actually. Yeah, he's going to get his shit together. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, All right. So I'm going to go my number three and where most awesome might have trouble remembering some of the characters' names. I don't know any of these motherfuckers' names. So I will be calling (laughs) them by brief descriptions, hopefully, get. But this first one, I think we know. I'm going to go with Ben Affleck. Um. (laughs) I like Spanian. I like so he is. He's a little rough around the edges. Uh, a lot of the shit that he pulls the off least. W- wouldn't get a green light today. But uh, he's a man on a mission, and he has uh, keeps his eye on the prize. <laughs> like I think there's one kid he's trying to swat with his paddle. And he's just like, I got to right. get this shit done today. And he's like, like, he doesn't cut any punches. He doesn't get distracted. And he's just like, oh, I couldn't find him. Like, it is just his mission. So it's, it's man versus man. And he just, like, stays on that path. And he finds it to try to complete. So. Right.
1: Brandon loves singular focus. That's what he loves. I, he just, Guys uh, who dialed in on ass-whippings. He's he, yeah.
0: he a, ma- a man with goals. He's a
1: man with goals. I
3: don't think Ben Affleck has ever been laser-focused on anything unless it's doing <laughs> blow with a Russian hooker on the Lower East Side.
0: Uh, how do you score, bro? Uh,
3: okay. Uh, let's see. Well, Slater pays 15 bucks for a dime bag of weed. So, Paul, you get 15 points on that. Uh, Banyan. Uh, Thank he's going to give five licks to all of the three freshmen. So that's 15 points. We're in a dead heat after Ooh. our thirds. So who do you got for number two? Most awesome.
1: All right. I'm going to go. Uh, I don't know again, like I don't know his name and, in and, but I do know it in real life. I'm going to go with Cole Hauser.
3: Benny, Benny,
1: Benny is uh, a great dude. Really he's got a, he's got a, a great scene when they're in the field party. I love this. They're up on the pickup truck. It's a little hidden gem. Just go speaks to the acting chops that Cole Hauser has. They're up there dancing, shucking, and jiving. He's moving. Gets a little stumbly, a little wobbly. Gets Sits back down in the lawn chair. Kind of takes a sip off of his beer because he's a little too tipsy. Sure. It's a great moment. We've all been there. We've all had that feeling where we're at the party. We're feeling it. Then we realize how much we're feeling it. We need to take a seat. We need to take a break. He encapsulates it. I love this guy. This dude. I, I want to hang with this dude. I like it. Benny.
3: I like it. Benny has a, a great quality with that. Everybody else in this movie lives in uh, central Texas. Benny has not been out of Southie. Like, even Ben right, Affleck right. is like, y'all ready to bust some ass? And then right. Paul Hauser <laughs> just comes in. He's like, nobody quits senior year of pink. You know, you've been right. quitting on me, Mel. It's just like... <laughs> What? When did fucking Donny Roscoe walk into this movie? It makes no effort and it still plays. I love it.
1: He comes. He comes in. He's like, "It's a good car. It'll get you there. It'll it's drive." It's a good you there. car. It's a good engine. It's, it's a good, good. car. Well, well, wow. it's happy birthday. Well, and it's like, wait, no, wrong movie. Wrong movie. <laughs> Cole. Cole Hauser. A beat. I bet if you did a
3: supercut of all of his movies, he's a genius and he's actually been performing a one-man show throughout all of his movies. <laughs> Nobody oh God, knows he, it.
0: He ties that universe together. Perfect.
3: Uh, okay, Brandon, uh, we got Benny, the, uh, voice of, uh, the, the conscience that actually comes and, uh, gets too drunk, but can still talk shop with Pink Floyd. Uh, all
0: right. My number two slot, I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to go with the, Chick from Big Daddy, she's like, "Come on, bitches!" She said "bitches" a lot. Like, uh, oh, Parker Posey. Parker Posey, not Parker Posey. The other, well, who's the other one? Joey Lauren Adams. Uh, she's in like the the love interest in Big Daddy. I don't know. She has kind of like, yeah, a, yes, you're, right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're yeah. right, yeah, yeah, Joey yeah. Lauren Adams. So, yeah, so she is. Uh, you know, again, I don't know why I'm stuck with this. Maybe it's just high school, but uh, there's some of these high school students just seem very driven. And she's driven to <laughs> punish all these freshman girls. Super organized, super inspiring, like can hold court. Like all these girls are kind of laying down on like concrete, or right? And they get like shit poured on them or whatever. And it's just like she has like an intimidating presence for being like uh, just dynamite small package. Number, that's my two slot.
3: Well, Ooh, I think purple. you're misremembering uh, it's Parker Posey, Joey Warren right? Adams' character. And it's actually Parker Posey who's sort of holding yeah. court.
0: Well, know, Parker Posey's a little, but uh, Parker Posey's a little aggressive about it. That's why I like my number. She's I, super I like aggressive. The girl in the two slot. Yeah, she's. Yeah, she's Joy the. Lord I like Adams my is BP. Kind of Her
3: lady in waiting. So she's holding. I yeah, just like, uh, Joy Lord like,
0: like, like. Like, She's the muscle. Like you fuck with Parker yeah. Posey. Like we, honestly, <laughs> we know who's dropping the hammer in this. Like Parker Posey is Parker... kind of like the the bells and whistles, but like just she's the bark the, and Joey the Lord. Wizard Adams is the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, behind the curtain, it's just right. like that's why they're actually doing it. Boom, market the score. Right.
1: Parker Posey was the Lady O'Banion in that movie. Right. That's what she was. Uh,
0: I'm, I'm,
3: I'm wow, crushing this, by the way. She's also, uh, she's also uh, Randall Pink Floyd's uh, kind of girlfriend. She kind of suspects yep. him of uh, making out with Mitch Kramer's older sister. She doesn't say anything. So either she's like, go along to get along, or she's a doormat. So I'm, I'm going to go with Brandon's view of it. She's plotting her revenge.
0: Plotting yeah. But people uh, okay, focus. so
3: Benny, I'm, I'm counting, he had about a cube of Keystone, so I'm going to give you 18 points on that. Uh, and then Joey Lauren Adams, uh, I'm going to give Brandon the number of times that he's watched this movie times 10, so you get one point. I think you've watched this movie... <laughs> One time. I was just saying.
0: I was just saying. Like, you don't know be hilarious. Like, just give me six minutes to just try to describe the plot of this movie from beginning to end, and it would like you know, we would be going granted, down some dust.
3: I got. Engine. I got news for you. You're on a. You're on a real <laughs> collision course with loser. Yeah, town. I, I would but be like, you... okay.
0: Uh, and I was like, then Julia Stiles is like. Uh, She's kind of like she sang to, and then like it's like that's the same things I hate about you. This is like no, 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 slow down. Everyone is just like I got this. No, no, no. It's just like it's, it's Leonardo like DiCaprio. He courts Claire but... Danes. It's just like that's Romeo and Juliet. I'm just like ah, I'm getting closer right. though, right? I'm like weed. Right, 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 right. It's like Romeo You're and Juliet. Like, so with Drew weed.
1: Barrymore sneaks into high school. No, yeah,
0: yeah. I don't good. want your life. Am I, am I
1: right? All right, Brandon? This is a
0: real,
3: real, real long shot, but you sure. could probably snake a victory if you can guess Paul's number one.
0: Oh, if I can guess Paul's. Oh, you're gonna give me. You know what? I this is. I actually have to do this. I have to take. I have to swing for. The yeah, you gotta. You gotta, this. you gotta
1: throw it. You gotta go throw that Hail Mary. Ooh, like Randall Pink Floyd. Shit, quarterback.
0: Um, I mean, there's no way he goes chalk, but I'm going with the lead character that has the personality of a flight of stairs, like that because he like decides to quit football or something. Randall right? Pink Floyd. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Or is it one of the London twins?
0: Yeah, I don't like he he said the one that like Ben Affleck's chasing down right, and no, goes, that's Mitch.
1: Oh, that's Mitch.
0: Yeah, yeah he goes and plays uh, not the quarterback. Yeah, yeah, Mitch, Mitch, the main guy, and he like
1: yeah. I'm no,
3: no, you're Mitch. Th- no. Are you thinking of the senior or the freshman?
1: The freshman. He's thinking, of the, freshman. thinking the freshman. I'm going the, the freshman. The freshman who does this, he like rubs the bridge of his nose. I think he was also in Scanner Darkly too. That kid. Am I right on that? Does anyone know? I Dude, I can't back. even handle this movie. Don't bring up another movie. Like I'm drowning <laughs> and,
0: and dazed and confused.
3: I'm fairly certain he is the father of the kid in Boyhood, though. Like if those kids aren't like cut from the same cloth. I don't. I mean, he's not. Oh, yeah. He's not. Yeah, but yeah, like, oh, yeah, tell yeah, me yeah. that isn't his kid.
1: Right. Um. I didn't go with Mitch. I don't like Mitch in this. I think Mitch is is a. Mitch is a liability in this movie. I'm not going to lie. One hundred percent. Acting. Yeah, he's a total liability in this totally. movie. Like you need that character, and you're like, oh, you just kind of fit the build and mold of a yeah. '70s freshman. Yeah, this and is embarrassing. Don't he gets a little, yeah. And at the end of the movie, gets a little stank on the hangdown. So we can't, we can't, <laughs> shame, we can't shame him for that. But um, <laughs> I'm gonna go with the guy time. who shares my. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, a uh, guy that go with the guy that shares my my namesake. Uh, is the guy that has Dawson. His name's Dawson. in the – yeah, good cut. He fucking crushes it. Wait, Wears is, is overalls, it, Oh, yeah, that's the guy. The that's the guy
0: with the um, with no country from old for old men haircut, right? Yeah, yes. he's got the yeah. fucking yeah. hair. Hey, look too. at that! I want a bonus point for that. I got that. Yeah, that's pretty. That's, pretty that's
3: real impressive. Also- Brandon. you remember one of the main <laughs> characters
1: from a cult and commercial hit. Because yeah. that's the thing too. I also like him because no, if, Joe, if like, I was in the '70s, that's yeah. the kind of style that I'd be rocking. Like, that's the flow that that's the cut I'd have. Can't even remember Dawson his name. Has, I remember his. I remember the his great haircut.
3: Roles in 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 the movie because he's friends with everybody. He's constantly yeah. getting in and out of cars. Uh, he's there to he's he's there to bust ass with O'Banion He hangs with Benny. He gets stoned with Slater. He's riding with uh, Wooderson. He's talking to the girls. He's everybody's friend. And then he has the, the best moment of the movie for me when you get to the end and Randall Pink Floyd uh, crumples up the paper, throws it at Coach. He's like, I will never sign that. And then mm. Dawson just goes, So that's that, huh? And he's like, Yeah. And he just goes, Okay. Like, I support you. We're good. And it's just like, Yeah. I thought was, what a great character what an underrated uh character, and that guy never did anything else, uh, but he nailed it
1: yeah he did you're right that's a good point he crushed it he it 's almost like he is like a junior wooderson right like i I kind of feel like maybe he i don't know if he has any more aspirations of just being in that world like does that and maybe that's for the same for the actor too like he didn't want to go do anything else like he just wants to stay there and live there forever i right,
0: my 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 number one is is Isn't there a guy that like gets his? (laughs) (laughs) Let me let me me finish the question. The little girl in the red
3: coat. Isn't there?
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, no, isn't there a guy that like he gets his mailbox knocked off and he catches up with him and he chases him down?
3: Yes, there's there's an old guy. That's
0: that's my number one because he's just like he's legit just like. Trying to take care of his property, his own, and like you knocked down my mailbox, and instead of just accepting it and put the mailbox back up, he actually tracks. these... again another guy, <laughs> laser focus, taking care of his shit. <laughs> you knocked down my mailbox. I'm going to find you. You're going to pay. That's my number
1: one. Point it up. I would have. I would have never thought. Someone would have pulled out a dazed and confused. Laser focus is the main like importance to them. In that that's movie. what I like. That's what laser I enjoy. Laser focus. That's, that's coming out of that movie. That's what I enjoy. Dialed in. There's a lot of people who are just like goal
0: oriented people.
3: Oh God, I love it. I, I love it. Brandon's top characters: uh, cl- the guy who's uh, protecting his property, uh, the coach who wants him to sign his pledge to his team. Oh, speaker, I almost, I almost uh, went with coach lecturing coach on the last day of school. I mean, these are laser focused human beings. Bunch of you know lazy <laughs> layabouts in this movie. I don't like it. I don't approve. <coughs> I
1: don't care for it. Brandon, it's a terrible brand. Brandon was out. born in nineteen fifties in Korea. <laughs> like Welcome a- to
3: the most awesome and Richard Nixon sports podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, uh, folks, who's the winner? Well, brother? Good for you both, avoiding the landmine of saying the main character Randall Pink Floyd, who is actually just a terrible character. He's supposed to be a quarterback, and, like, he has, like, chopsticks yeah. for arms. Like, nothing yeah, about yeah. this dude is any way engaging or interesting. And you just kind of, like, he's he is the canvas upon which the fun paints get to, like, reveal themselves. Yeah, the, Yeah, the he's most unbelievable the thing about
0: character. the movie is just, like, how did this guy get a cool nickname? It's just, like, that just doesn't... Like, yeah. it almost seems like a self imposed nickname. It's just like, hey, like in sixth grade, I need you guys to call me, like, Pink Floyd. It's like, just Pink Floyd? No, no, put, put my name in front of it also. Like, Randall Pink Floyd? That's what you want us to do? I, mean, I guess we'll yeah. do it. You're the quarterback. Uh,
3: so, uh, let's see. Uh, Dawson, I think he's going to probably. Sure. You he's draft, probably so. going to go ahead and uh, he, we're going to give Paul one point. For uh, his number one, and we're gonna give that's Brandon all I needed. That's Zero all I needed. points for now how many me... mailboxes his his no. character <laughs> still has. <laughs> has. survived. No, no. What if we do this? What if we do the zip code? The zip code of his mailbox. Forty-five address.
0: seconds on the Wait. clock.
3: What, sorry, go ahead.
0: What was that? <laughs> I, I was like, what if we give me points for the zip code of where his mailbox is at? Then I think that would put me in like the top position. Like, let's say, what? Where <laughs> are they in Texas? What is that? A six zip code starts with the. A 6,000? I was going to
3: give you... I'm going to give you... A hundred points for every character you can name... uh, After you get through your, your first two. Can you name any characters by name after your first two?
0: Oh... Uh... What do they call people? <laughs> Charlie, uh, Rex, uh, Stephen Jr., um, Negative Two Hundred, Tim, Stephen Jr., Le- There's a, a, leg- a co- Legolas,
1: uh, Jeffrey, um,
0: Fucking Ernest. Um, oh, this is just sad.
1: Mr. Okay, we're calling it
3: most awesome wins for having good taste in Whoa. movies. Taking it uh, down. Well done. Most shit. awesome. Uh, I out. should have gone with Make my uh, second choice, which is your favorite things about fall. <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: Oh. I would have had a lot more Laser
1: fun. focus <laughs> once those leaves <laughs> hit raking them shit is up. like raking Just a leaves child raking
0: like music. it. <laughs> uh, guys, it's a been Neapolitan Showdown. Uh, Jove, thanks for that first quick draw round. If you guys have an idea, shoot us an email at mabsportspodcasts at gmail.com. Guys, we're up against it. We got to hard out with our talent. Not a regular <laughs> talent. we got Joe here. He's got, uh, got to take off. Uh, right now, we're going to jump into the gambling corner, but we do have a sponsor this week bringing it to us. Let's hear that. <laughs> hey, friend and or coworker. I'm tired of the same old boring NFL Sunday. I watched the first game, call my wife at halftime, and rush home for family dinner.
2: You got to get the freedom stick. Freedom stick? I've never heard of it. It's the sleek new invention that won the West, designed by NASA scientist, singular, and battle-tested in all 50 states of drunkenness. The Joe Booth Freedom Stick is the fastest, most guaranteed way to get your NFL fix on the planet. I'm intrigued. Tell me more. Simply buy the stick, remove the cap, then use the patented awesome ink to sign your name on the divorce papers. Presto, changeo, you can watch all the NFL games live on demand from the comfort of your very own unwashed bathrobe. But, I love my wife. Pussy. Okay, I'm convinced. Good, now I don't have to punch you in the dick.
0: I don't really remember how we became
2: friends. I had no one else, and you were the only other guy at this bus stop. Okay. Man, ask me how, how much it costs. Okay,
0: okay, settle down. Put away the box cutter.
2: Tell me this incredible invention must cost thousands. This
0: must cost thousands.
2: Heck, no new platonic life made this incredible freedom stick can be yours for the low, low price of half. Half of what? Everything.
0: Wow, that's a steal. I'm going to order my freedom stick right now.
2: Can I sleep at your place for like the year?
0: Okay, I, I gotta go. Uh, Bessie has a recital tonight. And you know, my dad's back in the hospital, so. Oh, you...
2: Okay, yeah, I, I get it. Uh, I'm gonna be at Jumbo's till four, so hit me up. And uh, do you know anybody that can score me some Coke?
0: Freedom Sick, not available in Batman City. Results may vary. Visit www.google.com. To figure out why your life went wrong. <laughs> right guys Brandana gambling corner uh we have joe with us he did it last year he is back to do it this year again we're talk tackling the afc west we're gonna hear about how these chiefs are gonna go undefeated before we get to that just letting joe know that we changed the format a little bit last year uh we just kind of dove in and we talked about you know kind of what the record would see but this year uh i'm just kind of honing in on seeing if i can get the over unders right most awesome is going to tap me with a team name i'm going to say what the over under is and then we're going to decide what part of that we want and if we advise our listeners to put map dollars on it what's the first team we got most awesome oh let's just listeners know uh afc west if you don't know that's the kansas city chiefs los angeles chargers los angeles chargers most awesome i said los angeles there you go i like it all right oakland raiders soon to be the vegas raiders next year and the denver broncos who are we going with first buddy
1: Let's go. Let's just kick it off with Denver. I like the the way it came out of your mouth right there. So let's go Denver. Where are you at with okay, that? Okay.
0: So I think what we've been covering and we consistently, like I said, like it's really hard. Not even hard. Like I, I just don't think you're going to see a number underneath four. Uh, and this this is a rough schedule. So we're seeing NFC North, which isn't necessarily mm-hmm. like the murderers row of teams, but there is. Even Vegas is showing like all those. There's three teams kind of tied for the top, and anybody could walk with the division, and it wouldn't be surprising. Uh, it's it's a rough sled. I'm got them at four and a half.
1: Ooh, you're
2: very low on tempo Very very low. What so
1: is it? I uh, I base this off of this this might be the furthest you've been off this whole entire. Usually you're like a half win off. I, I'm basing this off of FanDuel New Jersey's uh, rankings as of a few days ago. So they got Denver at seven wins. So I don't see yeah. it. I talk talk me through this. Same I with do. the
0: Las Vegas Super Book. I, I
1: is, is that what they have at the Super at Las Vegas? Yep. Tell tell me seven. seven tell me
0: seven wins right now.
1: So obviously we have the you know the coaching change, but they won six games last year, six and ten uh, against or with with Keenum as their quarterback. So they have Flacco. I'm not saying it's an upgrade, but that defense is still vaunted. They've got they they're able to do some things offensively with the run game. They got some young players. I, I don't think this is above 500. I would I'd probably stay away. But they're they're at seven, and uh, I I could see another six and ten performance, but I could also see them squeaking out, giving you that push at seven and nine.
0: Okay, so uh, we're not we don't have to do this on everyone, but I will just kind of talk through the schedule and we'll see what we got. Like, I mean, at Raiders.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's a coin flip, right? Because I think the Raiders are, are improved.
0: Okay, so at Raiders, uh, like hosting the Bears, at Packers, Jaguars, Chargers, at Chargers, like Titans. Like, so I'll give half a point for at Raiders, and I'll give half a point for host the Titans. I'll give a full point. So that's one and a half through the first seven games. I mean they said, like, right. they're, they're not being the Packers. Like, I don't think they have the talent to beat the Jags. Like, they're not going to win at the Chargers. Like I so I just don't see and then after that, like if the Colts have Andrew Luck, so they have Chiefs, Colts, Browns, which Chiefs and Browns are two of the best teams in the AFC. Uh, at Colts. Could be a tough sled if Andrew Luck's back. Then they have Vikings, I'll give the win to the Bills. They're not beating the Chargers. They're not gonna go at Texans. They gotta play the at Chiefs again and then finish with Lions and Raiders. There's not seven wins on, on the schedule.
1: I'm not gonna disagree with you. Yeah, but I, I mean, the the defense <clears throat> is the defense is legit, and they have a solid running game. I just worry if they're just gonna try and grind you out. I it, it, of all the the four teams in here, this is the one that I would probably. Well, there's a couple that I would stay away. This one I'd stay away because I just don't know. They won fucking six games last year. You tell me that they're not gonna like the schedule. Just uh, an injury happens, somebody goes down, and they with that defense just. You know, make a few plays and come up with a game that you didn't think that they were gonna win. Well I I, I think they can do that, but I'm
0: saying this is brutal schedule. I'm seeing like like four games with teams below five hundred. Like the rest of these teams are, are like Bears could be a playoff team, Packers playoff teams, Chargers playoff teams, Chiefs for sure, Browns for sure, Colts probably, Vikings probably, like at Texans. Like these are all like this is a fucking tough sled. I'm putting three math oh, yeah. dollars on this under. What do you what are you seeing, Joe? i mean i'm i'm with you i felt like you could actually see you could see
3: a a little bit of like a a a crazy resurgence for Flacco. sometimes when the when those guys get like kind of put out to pasture it can reignite a little bit of competitive edge maybe like a change of scenery is really healthy sometimes but i'm agreeing with you i i look at the schedule i just don't I don't get it. It's a hard, hard schedule. Their are away games are their toughest opponents. Um, right. You know, and they, and they still don't have a chance to like really get right a ton at home. Um, the biggest thing for me is Philip Lindsay kind of exploded on the scene, but I think he was way near the top of the league in terms of uh, yards before first contact. So it's Denver. They, they're, I don't know how across multiple head coaching regimes they constantly have this like great running scheme. But they got him untouched until he was a couple yards deep. But then the second he was touched, he went down. Like he doesn't break tackles. And I think if there's one sort of metric that next generation stats are looking at in terms of the NFL and running backs, it's what do you do after first contact? And I think you're going to see a major regression with Philip Lindsay. Again, we're also remembering the Broncos defense that had, you know, Chris Harris to keep to and Von Miller in his prime. And you just don't have those guys around anymore. Von Miller's like, don't get me wrong. Chubb is awesome. It's still a really good pass rushing tandem. But I just don't see how you're going to do a ground and pound and like take on these opponents. Another year, absolutely, I think they could easily get out seven or eight wins, but I don't see it this year.
0: Yeah, it's just the schedule. Uh, three MAP dollars, that's the biggest money I put in everything, betting the MAP yeah. house on it, brother. I'm going to bet this microphone. I'll bet your microphone on it. All right. What's the next <laughs> team, brother? <laughs>
1: All right, let's go with the Los Angeles Chargers. Los Angeles
0: Chargers. Okay, so this has always been, and Joe and I were actually talking about this on our drive to Vegas. This has always been like a little bit, uh, like the sweetheart and Cinderella is not quite the right word, but it's been a team that everybody's been high on where it's just like they're about to get it together. And we've been saying that for like a fucking decade, decade and a half. But still, here we are again saying, like, you know, they're in that three or four slot for people saying, look out for him, like possibly not sneaking in, but kind of earning that spot in the AFC Championship. It just happens to be they are in the same division with the toughest team in football. But they still, I got to respect uh, their schedule is not as brutal from what I'm seeing. I have met nine wins. Might be a scotch high. I would take it back to eight and a half if I could, but I'll go with nine. Nine
1: and a half. They're at nine and a Holy half. Holy smoke show. We're about to... Superbook so We're, we're, actually, it
0: we're, 10 we're mathematically... Sorry, Joe. We just was, I, we're mathematically running into a position where all this shit can't happen. <laughs> like, all these fucking teams can't win nine and a half games, ten games, because some teams do have to yeah. lose games. Uh, what were we going to say, Joe? Sorry, buddy.
3: I was saying this uh, Las Vegas Superbook, and i only bringing it up because that's where Brandon went to sleep early and I got wasted. Uh, they have them at ten wins as of today.
0: That's high, man. That's high. So I'm not I'm not yeah. even I'm not even That's
1: weird. I'm I'm surprised it's going the other direction considering the Gordon holdout, Derwin yeah. James being lost for a good portion of the season. Like again it's a typical like Chargers like before the start of the season they have all these bad things that happen to them. So I'm surprised to see it moving in that direction.
3: So here's yes, a weird. really interesting little stat. The the NFL top one hundred players as voted on by the players, Uh, there are three teams that have six players in the top 100. The Los Angeles Rams, the Los Angeles Chargers, and the Kansas City Chiefs. All three of those teams additionally have a quarterback in the top 100, which means, to me, you have talent and you have the leadership like any of those teams could actually bust out. Here's the problem with the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, Three of their players are not in uniform. Melvin Gordon, Keenan Allen, and Derwin James. So, I mean, I guess, like, people aren't as impressed with, um, I don't know, Hunter Henry. But, like, when you're, when you're just losing out on... That is top talent. It's not just, like, losing out on good players. They're losing out on their elite players. Like, Derwin James yeah. is elite. And right. that's a huge issue for them. I, I, like, yes, Keenan Allen's going to be back, supposedly. A, for how long is he going to be back? And B, that's just a ton of camp that you missed. I, they're historically, like, a. they either can start real hot or real cold to start off the year. And if you're coming out, like, having not practiced, I can easily see this team getting in the hole super early.
0: So I do, I, I, do, I, I do want to bring up the running back situation real quick because, like, I'm a little less fearful, and I think we covered this a little bit uh, on Episode 77, Most Awesome, when we talked about uh-huh. Ezekiel Elliott and just kind of the future of the running back. I'm not super concerned with Melvin Gordon. I'm super not concerned with the talent that he has by him because it's going to be a little bit of the James Conner factor, I think, where it's just, like, you know, a, a decent enough offensive line with, a, like, a strong enough talent. Like, that, that talent from, like – elite to great isn't it steep on the running back level if you can get it done but it's still you know how old is philip rivers now like is he 38 is he 37 38 i mean are we we get 37 into like, yeah something like that we getting into like yeah. duckville a little bit we're gonna lose a little velocity on that ball go
1: ahead brother no i no i agree with you i mean <coughs> if you look at it, i thought it was an interesting like the the chargers when they were playing uh, when they were on the offensive side of the ball, I mean, their their pace of play was, like, ridiculously slow. Like, every possession, Rivers is trying to diagnose down the play to the very last second. He yeah. was yep, hiking yep, 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 the ball, yep, yep, yep. like, right at the one or two seconds left on the clock. When you look at it, they had, like, the third fewest plays offensively in the entire league. All the rest of the teams that were that slow were, like, Arizona, teams that were not making the playoffs. So I think it's a little bit interesting that I think that they're really going to try and play with pace, especially with these guys missing early. I do like the beginning part of their schedule. Yep, you've got you know home for Indy again, Andrew Luck being a, a question mark yeah. makes puts that a, a more in play game at Detroit, home for Houston at Miami, home for Denver, home for Pitt at Tennessee. You, I mean, you could start four and two, and then kind of that's when you you get into the juggernaut. And you just got to squeeze out five of the next, you know, eight there. So, it's uh, it's one that I'd be nervous on. I mean, ten wins in that division, given all the stuff that we just laid out, is a little little suspect. But I wouldn't I, I wouldn't be surprised to see them at eight and eight or nine and seven. Yeah, I haven't read. I mean, I honestly, wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised to see them at eight and eight.
0: Yeah, I haven't read at uh, the other, read uh, it nine and seven. This is uh, this is stay away from me. What do you got, Joe? Uh,
1: oh, breaking news. I'm just seeing this right here. I don't know if this is true or not. Andrew Luck retires? Sunday press conference planned? Are you serious, this bro? This just came up on my computer. I got a, a Google Chrome alert. Are you fuck with me, bro? As, no, I'm not I'm bu- not bullshitting you. What, what? the fuck? Are we breaking uh, live well, news on so the Sports podcast? I got to edit this podcast right thing. now together.
0: You think we could break the news? I'm kidding. You think we could break the news after reading it off the internet? <laughs> it's just like that's not how breaking news <gasps> works. Luck informs Colts he's retiring. Oh my god, everyone put money on this Colts under right now. If you have if you have a betting app, get on it right now and under that shit. Oh, uh, I swear to god that wasn't
1: even planned cuz I was like That's insane. I feel kind of bad that I even said that about Andrew Luck.
3: I'm holy Eden. shit that's insane Man. okay hey uh, just like, uh i know this isn't uh, about me but i did uh trade for baker mayfield and got rid of ty hilton i think i crushed my fantasy offseason <laughs> thank you cheers
0: Ugh, it's susan that's and this actually, is all gonna get edited
3: out anyway but uh holy shit that's fucked up yeah i don't want to say that, that like makes me susan so happy sick. fuck yeah, indianapolis true. If there's anything I believe in to my very core, it's fuck Indianapolis. That sucks. I think it yeah, sucks like his career.
0: Like-, like I mean, whatever. Like I, yeah, John. Like I, like I know you're not cheering for injuries. Just like fucking,
3: do That guy. Well, it's. I'm not it's, not. it's not like he got like super injured. He's just saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Wait, yeah.
0: Well, yeah, like, like like two pl- two playoff wins in his career. They're supposed to be like the like the greatest quarterback since. Like Peyton Manning,
1: yeah. yeah I mean, well, uh, super highly god. touted coming out.
3: Remember when we were talking uh, the other day about is he a bust? Yeah, like Never. we were on the way to Vegas and we just covered everything. We god, we we're did. I mean, That's
0: what you do You're with like, four and a half, half hour Andrew car drive. He's a
3: bust. It's like it ha- he has to be considered a bust. He was supposed to be you know the guys well, I don't think
1: I I don't think you can ever I mean yeah I don't think you can ever label a person a bust if they're injury prone. You label people busts that don't pre- perform to their Johnny yeah. Menzel is a is a bust. Andrew Luck just couldn't get out of, you know, physically couldn't stay healthy, you know. Oh, I mean, is that a, is that true? There's a difference. I
0: well, bust, bust to me is still like and let's not get in the weeds on this cuz we still are up against it and our talent has a heart out. But bust to me is still like it's the level of what you paid for them on the level of return, right? So yeah. reg- think, re- rega- I mean, regardless of like what stopped that return, like that's still a it did not pan out. It's still a bust. Well, that
3: I'll disagree, Paul, on just this one. Sorry, most awesome. Uh, I'll disagree on just this sorry. one uh, aspect, which is that Andrew Luck, he had prototypical everything, including size uh height weight speed athleticism and decision making and he took a lot of unnecessary hits running the ball like he was a college quarterback you know in a in an option offense like he he ran his well, Usually I, th- I his think body.
0: It, I think it was less about it was almost like the Ben Roethlisberger thing it was less about like running and more about like he had no offensive line and he just like Waited yeah, till he the, a terrible offensive line. He waited until the, till the, the last years. fucking yeah. second because he was just like, all right, my receiver's going to break. I have to, like, literally – I'm going to feel cool. this guy's hand on my shoulder pad before, like, I throw this ball. I uh, hear right, you. Let's, let's, yeah. uh, Eli, Eli Manning
3: let's... has never missed a game from injury. So, cry me a river, you can avoid the hit. If Eli Manning, who has about as much, like, athleticism as three-day-old mashed potatoes – if he can avoid hits for a long ass career, like yeah, but it's a,
0: has, uh, but it's a, it's a, like I, I
3: to, think
0: it's a, yeah. To, to me, it's just like I, a different mentality. We'll we'll get into this whatever. This is about to be a double episode. We don't need to get into carries. the Ayn Rand... we have to like care. yeah. I, know like, I say uh, that wrong.
3: Like personal responsibility of your health, but you know, I I, I hold well, I hold quarterbacks responsible for. Everybody. But but I, ne- like, I yeah.
0: well I never thought like I, I never I never saw Eli Manning doing the. Eli Manning didn't have, especially early in his career, like, and I'm not saying Andrew Luck is injury prone, he didn't have the same offensive line troubles that Andrew Luck did. And yeah. they had different styles. Like I don't ever remember because like, you see it from some quarterbacks that are just like, oh, we had like a Brad Johnson or whatever, like when I was like a fan. It's like you see the quarterbacks that are just like, oh shit, they're not gonna wait for the receiver to break, because they're just like they don't wanna get hit. They don't want to get sacked. Andrew right. Luck was just like my most powerful weapon against this offensive line. It's not fucking running. It's I am a gigantic person. I'm going to let it like close in on me as much as possible, and I'm going to throw it like the last fucking second. It's, it's the exact same. Like yeah. Ben Roethlisberger is sort of the same, but he, he he's kind of like a hybrid between Aaron Rodgers and Andrew Luck. He'll like roll out. He'll let somebody like break his spine, but he's still like big enough to like yeah. fucking like throw it down the field. Uh, it God, who knew that issue. when you
3: were watching Colts preseason games, you were watching the starter?
0: yeah wow. no shit uh well i think they Kobe did Brissett. i think they did yeah, brisket, they told, like... brisket just went to the top of the list well also they i think they only let him play like one series like a week i think
1: they knew what was going
0: on uh all right brother let's yeah. let's get this shit back on track uh team number three right. who are we talking
1: about team number three uh we'll go with the uh, oakland raiders soon to be las vegas raiders
0: uh las vegas raiders man i'm this denver Broncos has me gun chime and i am i'm a little embarrassed. But I'm not gonna be embarrassed when everybody gets paid, cause that's my lock bet of the fucking year. Uh, Oakland Raiders, I am going. Again, uh, it's it's brutal. No one knows who the Raiders are. Tough schedule, tough division. I got them at six wins.
1: Close, six point five. All
0: right, half off. Uh, Las Vegas
3: Superbook has you exactly at six.
0: Nice. Uh, so I'll just I'll bring up. The, it's a uh, well, shit, I know you're no, going to edit me out. Edit you out? No, not at all, buddy. What I said I know
3: you're going to edit me out of, of uh, <laughs> when I bring up the Las Vegas I, I, Superbook. I you're like, I, you know, I what? don't have Let's any edit controls. <laughs> yeah, <exactly.
0: laughs> it's just like you're not in this episode at all. You're just like, man, I think I remember <laughs> recording that. I think we were doing like a Google Hangout. Was that a test run? Uh, all right, so it's it's a uh, it's a brutal sled to start out. Uh, maybe not as bad now that we just got that Andrew yeah. Luck news. But it is uh, – so I, I do give them that that Monday night game to kick off the season. they got the late game of the Broncos. I'll give them that win. Somebody's got to win that game, right? This fucking Broncos team that's going to pull off seven wins. Uh, then I mean, then they have Chiefs <laughs> hosting. Lose oh. that. They're going at Vikings, at Colts. made that's a win now. And then Bears, man. I was just like, it's just not – it's not a great start. And then they come out of their bye to go to Green Bay and then go to the Texans. That's I mean, that's a very easy two and four start. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's disappointing, too, because I, I, I'm watching the uh, hard knocks, and it's like, maybe I've, I'm like, I have the like hard knocks impression on me. I'm like, ooh, these guys are looking good. Like, they're plucky. And, and then I see this schedule, and I'm like, oh, man, this seems impossible. I, I'm rooting for the, the Raiders because I, I like Derek Carr as a person. He seems like a good guy. And it seems like they have a lot of talent, but I just don't see how they're going to get past seven wins on this schedule, and I don't see where six wins even comes in there. So I would take the under on that. That's what I have jotted down on my my quick notes. Yeah,
0: I'll put one map dollar. Joe, what do you got?
3: I got the under on this. Uh, I know that they're super talented, but there's two things about this that that bother me. One, Bill Belichick was asked after he uh, left the Cleveland Browns and then uh, uh, started, I don't know, some other career. He was asked, what did he learn from coaching in Cleveland? And he said, I learned never coach at a team that's leaving town. And it's just, Mm. I think you saw it with the Chargers two years ago, that you're just like, you can have all the talent in the world, when people have an eye on the door, the fans don't show up, there's no groundswell of support, nobody's like buying in, believing in something bigger than themselves. They're looking at fucking real estate. They're trying to like figure out what school their kids are going to go to. Their wives, their girlfriends are like figuring out how they're going to see really their smart parents. Really like smart it's team. just it's a lot of fucking noise that has nothing to do with football. And when you're trying to dig yourself out of the out of the cellar, I just don't think it's what it's what the team needs. I can if I could put a futures bet on the Raiders once they hit Las Vegas to be like a surprise like worst to first, I would absolutely do that right now. I could see them being like a 12-win team in two years.
0: That's what I was going to say, like, uh, and I'll let you jump in most awesome. I just want to say real fast, Like, if there's, we should dog-ear these a little bit when we see them, because like, it always happens. Like, there's teams, that just like, nobody expects to make the playoffs. The Raiders would be the team that wouldn't shock me if they went like 9-7. You know, if, like, the Chargers got super injury, like, if the Broncos are shit, and then, like, they just kind of sneak up in that two spot and grab, like, a wild card, like, it wouldn't be nuts if they get all together. Antonio Brown, like, Josh Jacobs does a Saquon Barkley, like, 2.0 thing, maybe a little lighter, though, but just, like, they really start scoring points. Like, it wouldn't be nuts.
1: Yeah, I mean they've looked improved in the in the preseason and that's what I'm saying like seeing the the insight but that's a good that's an actually like a really good point like I think that's a a gambler's point that Joe just made it's like yeah these guys are all paying attention to like what's down the road it's I mean think of any time it's like you've got your job and then you're trying to do a podcast something's got to you know hit the, hit the wayside a little bit Something, well, something's got to catch no. a little no, yeah, no. not the podcast. No, no, I'm talking I've, about I've my had, real I've job, job. I've which had gear not show which up the podcast.
3: Like, I gotta Midwest. do the podcast.
0: I gotta do the podcast. I just yeah, I have yeah, a hard yeah,
3: time yeah. believing that a team is gonna turn around when they don't change their coach or quarterback. Like, I don't understand like if you but we brought in this awesome running back. Like, I just don't think that moves the needle, which is why I would be more uh willing to believe the Broncos hit their over just because it's it's a completely different
1: captain of the
0: ship. Well, well, but but it's, I mean, isn't it's there still also Car like, Gruden, I, like be, no, it's oh. only
1: year two. It's only year two of Gruden. I know he's come back from that, and I mean, it is like they're they're still in a, in yeah. a rebuilding project. So I God,
3: really? That's oh. year two. I feel like he's been there for like seven out of his ten. Well, right?
0: that's what I was gonna say. Like, it's a little bit like I I'm a lot more you know with with the talent level that Gruden is or not apparently it's like he is that talent level it's just like if if cars really is guy and they're kind of they had a year to go through it like i would you know i i really feel like this year was just like all right shit like let's make a real move but you know i can't any of my points do not outweigh your points because i think it's brilliant just like real life take of just like holy yeah. shit i move into las vegas in fucking eight months <laughs> like that's just right. that's fact, so let's right let's fucking find a house Uh, All right, last team, Kansas City Chiefs. Why Joe is here, we know it. He's got him at 16-0. Who are we doing most awesome?
1: We're doing the Kansas City Chiefs.
0: KC Chiefs. I think they stepped up from being kind of the media's darling to target on their back would be strong because they're still, uh, as long as Tom Brady is alive and walking on to football fields in Gillette Stadium, that will always be, take my crown, and I know the Chiefs. Ooh. What an AFC Championship game last year. Uh, I just went through the schedule real fast. It doesn't matter. Uh, they're one of the, not arguably, the top three teams in the entire league. But it's
2: really...
0: Uh, it's, it's not an impossible schedule. There are still some games they got to overcome. I have them nine and a half wins.
2: Ooh.
1: Joe, what does Las Vegas Sportsbook have them at?
0: Ten and a half.
1: Yeah. That's, oh, what Jer- that's what Jersey's at, ten and a half.
0: Ten and a half. That's a... Hi. Hi never. All right, I'm not saying I'm saying. Okay, so right here I will say um easy so, like at Jag sure uh, at Raiders absolutely you know I'm a little I'm a little squirrely on this Ravens team. I'm curious, right. I'm excited. Right. I really want I mean, to watch them. Messi have train paint. Again, I just go back to the NFC North and I'm not just saying that cuz we're both fans. I'm just saying like the Packers team could be really good. The Vikings team has a lot of talent. The Lions always play like punch a little bit under Neath what their great is, and then Chicago is NFC North might be. I don't even going back on what I said. Like NFC North might be the toughest division of football. Wouldn't be surprised me if that's that's the truth the of the year.
2: But
1: that's not what we had Joe on here. We had him here to talk about the AFC West. Well. No, let's talk NFC well, North. No, no, let's I, talk I, I, North. Yeah, NFC North
3: is a. We were we got we were all talking offline just about what a what a strong division the NFC North is in terms of quarterbacks. Just like. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, there. You have to go really searching to find another division where the quarterbacks are so locked in. Every person on that team knows exactly who the starter is. It is an unquestioned leader. Like that. Just there's such a like solid foundation when you have that. Chiefs. uh, This is is a weird schedule. Um, The one thing that we didn't talk about during the Chargers is uh, they're doing the same Mexico Estadio game. Mexico City oh, yeah. Chiefs at Chargers, game. so Chargers yeah. lose a home game, not that it means anything for the 300 fans, but Chargers lose a home game, um, what's interesting, Mexico City, Central Time Division, so you actually, you do have to fly, but so do the Chargers, and they uh, lose two hours off their day, so it actually more adversely affects LA with a longer flight than it does Kansas City, um, so I just think that's interesting. Uh because the Chargers have always... Uh, you're, you're looking at that as like, oh, there, there's a person to challenge. They have to go to the Patriots. Um, they have to go to the Lions. That game is in Detroit. They have to go to Jacksonville. Although, uh, Jacksonville... God, they had that great season and they had that shit season. They should regress to yeah. the mean, right? They should come back out somewhere in the middle. Um, I,
0: I guess maybe, but there's like... A, I mean, you just got to... You know, it's it's a new quarterback situation, which was uh, right. knows his way around a football field, and that defense is like charged up and waiting for someone to take it. I, I'm not saying like, I, I just don't think this is a Jacksonville team you could dismiss. Like, I actually, I hate this for the Chiefs because I would just hate them to get, you know, they start off with two road games at Jacksonville. At Oakland, obviously you're not losing your shit, but like if a little confidence is shaken, if you lose like a you know a fucking twenty four to twenty game at Jacksonville, then you go to Raiders and you start 0-2, yeah two, you're just like fuck. If there's and then then, a, then that Ravens team, man, I, I know I keep bringing it up, but it's like the Ravens team isn't like that's not a guaranteed W on the books for me.
3: No, uh, the, the Ravens, man, it just depends on can Lamar Jackson can he throw the ball. Will he sit yeah. in the pocket and throw it on a long enough timeline? But you can easily see the Ravens just being like, you know what? Everybody's playing dime coverage. Everybody's running like six defensive backs, light linebackers. They're going like they're not going with heavy run-stuffing guys. We're just gonna run the ball fifty times a game. Good luck. You know we're gonna th- like that's kind of how Tim Tebow ended up winning that playoff game, right? It's just like. Go ahead. You guys play your nickel and dime coverages, and when you have that extra, D, like, DB out there, when you're missing your big middle <laughs> I'll linebacker. I'll throw up, I'll throw up that fucking
0: duck in Pittsburgh. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah it, that'll be interesting. Like, it's not – the schedule's not brutal because you can never talk about a brutal schedule when you're talking about one of the best teams in the league. I just, like, there's a bunch <laughs> of just kind of uh, tricky, tricky games for me. Obviously, the bringing that Colts game off the board, not super concerned about that. Texans will be a really fun game to watch. Uh, And then we're talking with with the line ten and a half. Yeah, ten and a half. Yep. So all the all these are going to be close. So it just it kind of comes down to one game, and the one game that I can circle on like two is just going to be at Patriots. Are they going to show up and just take over and be like we're the fucking team in the AFC now? Or is the intimidation from Tom Brady going to be there? You know what? Tom Brady, I, this is, you know, take a drink every time I say ducks. But, like, we could be looking at a 42-year-old quarterback that's kind of gone into that, that manning realm of, I'm still the quarter, starting quarterback of this team, but, like, it ain't yeah. getting done with my arm anymore.
3: And also, don't tell anyone, but that's what you're looking at with Phillip Rivers. When you, start, when you see a quarterback spending more and more and more time at the line of scrimmage pre-snap, really making sure he knows exactly where to go with the ball. It's because one of two things. One, doesn't want to get hit. Two, he doesn't have the, the juice on his throws anymore to put it wherever he wants to. So he's got to be real sure that he's not going to get that ball picked off.
0: Yeah, so, like, I don't know, like, how long... How hard a shoulder? Like, does shoulder last longer if you throw overhand or you throw that fucking sidearm shit? Guys? What do you think, most <laughs> awesome? Hey, yeah, I'd, I'd talk shit,
3: but Mahomes may as well be throwing it like from behind his knee. I have no yeah, idea. I mean, like, he's he got throws a weird. Twenty-five percent of his
0: hands out of the left hand and not. Looking,
3: I, just, I if I'm, if I'm, I'm done, done with right. people telling me that the Chargers are going to be good because of Philip Rivers. The guy has been automatic with his stats every year. It doesn't matter. The Charger's success doesn't lie with him. He's been doing the same thing for ten years, but Chiefs. They're gonna win twelve games if Mahomes stays healthy. They're gonna win twelve games. It's like there's a zero percent chance that Mahomes is number. healthy for the full year, and like if he goes out, they're winning nine. You know, like Andy Reid is. Andy Reid is going to win football games. It's what he does. Um, right. If Mahomes stays healthy, like no, no, Vegas never gives a team a line of like eleven games or twelve games, even though every year there's like six teams that win over 11 games it doesn't matter Yeah, you
0: just can't call they
3: them. never give that line so you just like find those teams and bet the over you bet yeah awesome? i did what do you think
0: buddy?
1: yeah i would bet the over on this one I, I i like 11 11 and 5 i think uh i think i don't think they're offensively they're gonna blow the doors off of it i don't think it's gonna he's gonna come out of the chute like he did last year in those first eight games but I do think that they're going to be, like, I think it's going to be one of those things where he's way more efficient. He's going to cut down on, on some of those early turnovers that he had. And uh, I think they're just going to be tough. I think they're going to move the ball. I think they're going to constantly put points, put pressure on teams. And uh, I think the defense, if they're average, they'll be okay. Yeah.
0: All right, everybody, so one bet. Let's close it out Chiefs. for this.
1: What's that, buddy? I
3: was say, it, so over on Chiefs, under on Raiders, stay away from Broncos and Chargers.
0: Yeah, I was going to. Uh, oh, no. everyone, everyone can close out with one thing. It is the Brandana gambling corner, so you're probably going to get a little heavier on the stock that I put down. Uh, jump on that Broncos under is the sexiest thing I see right now. Uh, most awesome. What do you got? Just one pick from the AFC West.
1: Ooh, I'm going to go. I, I, I'm going to stick with the Kansas City Chiefs because I think they're a playoff team. I think they get 11 wins to get them into the playoff. They're going to be one of the top two seeds in the in the AFC. So give them 11 wins. Get your money. Who do you got, Joe?
3: Yeah, that's the that, exa- same thing. Most awesome's right.
0: All right, guys. Uh, we'll shoot us up. we got one more to cover before the start of the regular season, which is going to kick off on September. September fifth coming up, we got one more division to cover next week, which is the, I think it was coincidentally enough the AFC South. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's we got left impact. Gonna have to Thank own, I'm gonna God, God we waited on that. On that one. <laughs> Colts. We have, have to re-record. That's dramatically change. <laughs> uh, all right, guys, MVP of the week, real fast, and let's close this mother out. Uh, I'm going to pivot on a dime and give it to Andrew Luck uh it's got to be super frustrating go. to be like a super huge talent to come to the league but everyone that you know when you're on the field and saw your talent man it was it's fucking dynamite to watch really enjoyed watching andrew luck it's got to be frustrated in it that early but i'm sure he's taking care of his body taking care of his health and his family it's the right call and uh yeah great player fun to watch thanks yeah. for giving your body the game
1: thanks for the championship 29 years
0: old who do you got joe uh, uh, my
3: MVP of the week goes out to uh, listeners Chip Allen and uh, Jim Tan Laundry uh, <laughs> because they created a new company um, uh, and they have officially started bringing in income. Uh, they had their first invoice for their new company, uh, the Studio Rev. Uh, so hats off to those guys for betting on themselves, and I hope it's a, and I'm sure it's going to be a great success.
0: Nice. We'll get him on as a sponsor. Make this There you go. Yeah, now you got nice. a little bit
1: of that studio revenue. Let's get it going.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I'm going to go my MVP of the week. Uh, an oldie but a goodie, literally an oldie. Uh, I'm going with Sister Jean, our girl from Loyola, Chicago, the yeah. chaplain. She turned 100 last Wednesday. Oh, love so you, Sister crazy. Jean. Put a big role in our early podcast. She
0: did. She did. Holding well, out done. for another See final you 4 for, uh, dance, Sister Jean. I like it. I like it. Guys, this has been an MAB Sports Podcast episode 78. We had Joe Booth giving up some of his time hopping on, giving his hot take on the ASC West for the second year in a row. If you have anything you want us to tackle, uh, we're doing Mavericks Separation. I know I was born on the 4th of July, which will be coming up soon. Anything else you need a uh, maybe fixes or just blow up the inbox, Neapolitan Showdown, let's hear it. it MAB Sports Podcast at gmail.com. I am Brandana. That is Joe Booth. Joe, why don't you ask Most Awesome to sign yourself off?
1: Knock, knock, Most Awesome. Who's there? Sign us off, please. (laughs) Uh, No, Mabbers, you better get on your horse because I got my pottle ready because we're coming at you like Omabian.
2: it